When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. No jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today I'm very, very honored to have my man, Oblock J Hood, one of my favorite Oblockians on the podcast. How you doing, Doc? Man, I'm good, man. Nice to, you know, be able to finally meet you in person and have a real conversation with you versus looking on the videos and seeing some of the shit you said. But same thing here, because I'm I'm a fan who's been watching the Cam Capone clips, the Say Cheese clips, and just been very, very tuned in to what you've been dropping. And, and I'm a big fan. You bring a lot of energy to the table. And it's cool to see somebody be able to build such a personality for themselves without having to necessarily rap or, or, or whatever. It's more just about you and, and what you have to say. Man, yeah, you know, and everybody got a testimony, mm. you know, and... and Every last one of us, no matter what you look like, no matter what you come from. And, and you know, so, like, what's kind of going on right now, you know, it's a lot of dudes that come from where I come from. Mm-hmm. But what they pushing is it, is it, and I get it. I come from that. And I'm legit. I, I did it. I was with Von them. I was with, I was Wick City before Wick, before the old block, before it was cool, before we was getting clout, you know, before all that stuff came in, came along. You know, I'm, I, I, I grew up. You know, in the O since I was eight. Mm-hmm. You know, we ain't meet Vaughn till probably like 13. He a year older than me. He's 14. You know, I know Sosa, all of them. But really, man, I'm just trying to use my testimony to, to let people know, man, God is real. And okay. he love all us. You Th- feel this, me? this conversation, though, is at the forefront of my mind because I interviewed this dude, Sneeko, uh, <laughs> yesterday. And he started to say some shit that at first I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to cut this out. But he was talking about... He was saying that most hip hop is degenerate black culture. And at first I was like, oh my God, bro, I'm going to have to cut you saying this out. This is super offensive. But then I was kind of listening to what he had to say. And he was kind of like directly referencing Dirk and and saying that a huge percentage of rap music glorifies partying, violence, spending your money on a bunch of frivolous bullshit. And, you know, he might have phrased it in a way that sounded kind of offensive, but I was kind of struggling to come up with an excuse <laughs> for a lot of the stuff in the yeah. music that we kind of promote and stuff. And then exactly. I'm driving home and I'm listening to some music that I genuinely enjoy. And I started to listen to verses and try to like actually pick out the stuff that was positive. And the truth exactly. was is you- that a huge percentage of it is it's hard to find a bar that isn't about trapping or, or kind of like saying negative things about women, et cetera. And I'm not saying that for all of rap, yeah. but for a huge percentage of popular rap. Now, would, would you agree with that sense? And what's your perspective on like most popular rap Man, music? I, I 1 million percent would agree with it. And I get it. You know, we try not to offend, but at the end of the day, the truth be offend, uh, the truth to offend you. There's a lot of things that I had to look at in my life like, damn, and it offended me. But we as men, we called to be, we call it to run off logic. When God created a man, 
it wasn't with the emotional stuff. It wasn't like, see, look, and real quick before we get into that, when God created Adam, crazy your name, Adam, mm. and Eve. First man. Exactly. And but with Eve, Eve was the one that the that the serpent deceived off emotions. Adam wouldn't want that shit. But Adam, because he was laying down with that woman sexually, he hearkened to the voice of the woman. And that shows you right there that women are more spiritually fragile. And so the enemy could use the woman to get to the man. And this shit been happening for forever. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? And um, and really, so what I'm saying with that is, yeah, you might be offended, but we got a lot of men that's offended, but that's not a man's nature to be offended by words. We supposed to be trying to get to the root of it. Is it logical? It might make, I might not like what you're saying, but does it make any sense? Mm-hmm. Is it logical? Is it making any sense? But the music, man, to the music, um, it's exactly what whoever that guy who you just mentioned, it's exactly what he said it is, man, because music is spiritual. Mm-hmm. And you want to know how we know? Because if you finna, if you about to uh, have intercourse with a woman, you going to throw Lil Durk on? At a certain point in my life, probably. <laughs> These days, probably not. Yeah, I mean... But I'm saying if you're really trying to set the mood on some romantic, not you just finna banger yeah, blow her yeah. back out, true, but you true. want some romantic, like with your wife, when y'all doing romantic things, you want it to have it to, because music is spiritual. Y'all mm-hmm. not, it, you not going to make love listening to Lil Dirt. You're going to be trying to crack. You know, you rather listen to, what I'm trying to get you to understand is music promotes it pushes on you uh, 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 um, an emotion. Mm. If you listening to drill music and you thinking about killing it, this is what you planning on your heart. You know, God says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So mm. that you can't you can't see the weapon that we actually supposed to fight with. But He said it is mighty through God through pulling down strongholds and through the casting down the arguments. What strongholds? Anger, lust. Different things that you are affected by that you can't do away with. Mm. How many things do we be doing in our entire lives? Like even drill music. Shit, people know that the music is, it's a lot of Black Lives Matter, but the only people that's rich that come from those hoods that ain't playing the sports, it's the people that's pushing death music. Mm. And so do Black Lives really matter? And it must be weird for you as somebody who really grew up in Oblock and shit to the, you know, you, you see Oblock being maybe even like a stand in for most people when they talk about drill music and when they talk about music about killing. It's like this is kind of known as the home of that. And one thing that I was struck by when I went there was just seeing all the kids and seeing all the, the young teenage kids who are just kind of hanging out. And these are not evil people. These are not people that, like, who want to fucking run around shooting people or anything like that. Some percentage of those people probably will do that during their life. But, I mean, these are just people who who live here. And and it's kind of a bizarre thing for them to have the image of the housing project that they grew up in just be like like everyone here is a fucking menace or whatever. I mean, realistically, that's why we got to look to the facts. It's a reason why they... Why they did the uh, what they did with gentrification? Mm. If you put a gang of group, it don't matter who you is, what you look like. It's a it's spiritual war going on, and so if you trap people in, you take all the substances out. Cause high schools they had to, you can go and get a plumbing, you can go and get electrician, HVAC. They had that in the schools at at one point in time. Then they took it out, and then they brought gangs in. If I'm in a different gang than you are, we might be cool right now, but. 
because we don't agree, we're going to come into some type of confliction anyway because we're on opposite sides. Mm. And so when you look at, again, like just going to uh, – like where we come from, yeah. Not every, not, a lot of people ain't evil. None of us really is evil. You got an upside down cross on your face, but the moment I met you, you gave me a hug. You ain't evil. Where we are, a lot of times, is deceived mm. by what we see, by what we hear, by what we feel. That's the war we fight, and a lot of times we let those emotions <laughs> produce an action that ain't godly. Because this what the body is. This body is tainted. That's why. I was watching, uh, I'm not sure if you get along with him or not, but I was watching an old-ass King King Yellow vlog from maybe 2010 or something, and he titled it, like, Before the the War, the GDBD War, and yada, yada, and I'm, I'm watching it, and I'm seeing him just hanging out with his friends. It looks yeah. very lighthearted, the way that they were moving around, not being worried about somebody just pulling up on him at any second, and I'm listening to the music that he was making at that time, and it's not some crazy warfare music. It's some get money music, which is kind of like drill and like get money music are like mm -hmm. two separate things now, which is also kind of baffling because it's like, you know, I would uh, anybody would probably rather be focused on their finances and taking care of their, their family rather than just being at war with people. But, but that, that getting that war music, getting them paid. Exactly. Little dirt, chief. Yep. None of them niggas would be rich right now mm -hmm. if they wasn't talking about. And so that right there shows you. Who is paying these people to do that? And do they know the effect that it'll have on the people that hear? But it's like they don't even need to be being paid directly, right? It's just they they see the way that the fans react. Even King Yellow, who I just mentioned, he puts out music, but then he'll put out a diss song about somebody, and that's, that might get 10 times as many views, realistically. Because yeah. that's what this the world we live in. Mm. The world, that's why it's, it's, it's governed by wicked. This is what the book says. This is the word of God says. It says that this is the condemnation. We know what condemnation means. This is what condemns most men to hell. Is that naturally we love darkness over light. How mm. do we know? Because I'm a loving person. And before I actually knew the love of God, like, yeah, we all consider ourselves loving persons. But the moment somebody try to try you or try your family, the first thing our hearts resort to is what? To kill. You say mm. you're going to do what to my mama? You'll die. Mm -hmm. And I come from that type of environment, but man, this it's a spiritual warfare we going on that's going on right now, Adam, man. Mm -hmm. And and so if it's spiritual warfare, then what's creating a, it's the words. So if I'm li listening to to negativity all day, you think I'm gonna go out and do some positive shit? Mm. It's impossible because uh, so as a man think if that's what he becomes, right? Like I, I'm sure you ain't just become who you are today in the. Uh, in the um, you know, the entertainment world by thinking that you wasn't gonna be no you had to think it and then you started to after thinking, you started to put the works in action. Mm. And maybe me at 39, I can drive around listening to drill music and it's not gonna motivate me to do something evil. But when I was a young guy, I was super influenced by the music that I was listening to. And it might have been that I was listening to, you know, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre talking about drugs and shooting and all this kind of yeah. crazy stuff. But it 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 was it, it might not have provoked me to do those exact things, but it definitely would probably, you know, if I've been driving around listening to gangster rap all day, it might make me quicker to get into a fight. It quicker might make me quicker to swing on somebody, you know? Because you've been speaking that over, bro. See, the things with words is you, like, and I, look, let God be true. This is what my one of my homies said. He said, let God be true and let, he said, let God be true because folk them be lying. Hmm. Let everything God say be true, because we as people, 
You feel me? It, we don't know much. We only know what we see. We only know what we're taught. And so what, what's in front of you, what you continue, continuously feed in your mind, that's going to your heart. The eyes and the ears is the windows to your soul. Mm. And this, the Bible says that the enemy privately sends fiery arrows at the heart of the righteous. And if the right, if the foundation can't stand, then how can the righteous stand? If the heart is the foundation of a man, and we got all this music, all this entertainment, putting sex, smoke, drugs, all these different type of things, you're gonna latch. So one of those seeds gonna become fruitful because that's what they are. They're seeds. Right. And at one point, that seed gonna spring depending on if you keep watering it. And that's what we do. We get this stuff dead embedded into our hearts. We get it embedded to our soul. Niggas could probably research a whole Lil Durk song, but they don't know one scripture in the Bible. Mm. That's and, real. And that talks about a lot, bro. And 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 bro, I hate to be going off topic, but bro, really, man, this like the old block and all that is cool, but our souls are at stake. Everybody. God don't care that you got that, bro. He forgive you because we be deceived. A lot of times we look at the hurt that we go through and be like, man, if it's somebody up there, why am I going through this? Okay, but you being a Christian and me being an atheist, I mean, we may see the world completely differently, and you might even think that like me being an atheist is like the exact opposite of Christianity. But, I mean, these are both systems of belief that are us trying to get at what the best way to live your life is, what what the good life is, how we should be attempting to go out there. Because my personal version of atheism has landed me, you know, married with kids, focused on that, focused on taking care of my people. And, and that to me is like, you know, the same thing that would ideally be the end result of a person who spends their whole life focused in on religion, you know? And I understand how re religion is for a lot of people, especially who grow up in a, a tough situation, that might be the thing that like is immediately available to you that lets yeah. you sort of understand uh, how to get out of the situation that you were born into, right? Yeah, and that, I get it. And But one thing that I heard you talk about, you're talking about a life. Look, see, when Jesus said he dies for our sins so that we, you know, can be free, when you're alive, you're creating sin. But when you die, that's when you need that blood. Because in that you you ever heard like back in the days when they used to sin they used to sacrifice goats cat, whatever mm -hmm. goats and whatever they used to sacrifice right you ever heard about that sure yeah and so like why ain't nobody questioning right now we still sinning but where's the sacrifices the sacrifice has been made for all of us which is in the blood and look I didn't once used to believe Jesus I didn't once used to believe this because you know why so many people used to say. Oh, that's a white man's religion. Mm. The white man was reading it to you. You know how many, so many black people, they hate white people today because they told, like, yeah, we were slaves, but they don't know how we became slaves. Religion can serve a lot of purposes. And for sure, throughout history, religion has been used to subjugate people, especially, you know, like when we look at the history of America, I mean, it's very easy to imagine that, uh, you know, Black people who are slaves, they turn to religion as a way to look for answers to why they were I mean, in this we, predicament, right? We were already, see, look, religious, that's a worldly term. It's We had a relationship. Hmm. Like, the, it, this ain't about a religion. This is about a relationship. You feel me? A covenant. Religion is man-made. I want a title, so I'm just trying to fit in. What's the? It's a lot of Christians that say that they're Christians, but that's just a title. They don't walk in love and like the book tell them to do. Mm. God said, if you love me, you will serve me. 
So it's a lot of people that think that because they just say it with their mouth. What you say with your mouth means absolutely nothing to God. What you do with your life, how you serve, how you love people. And if you are already a loving guy, you got a wife. That's something God loves. Mm -hmm. You want to take care of your family. You a given person. These are things that God loves. The only difference is that God want us to not think that because we're doing this on our own that we get to go to the kingdom. So let me ask you this. We've seen, uh, I don't know how new it is, if this has been brewing for a while, but we're seeing a lot of the Oblakians kind of turn into Islam. How does that sit with you as somebody who's so committed to a different religion? The book said, the word of God says, I marvel at how soon you turn away to another gospel which there is not another gospel, but be, some people don't even know the meanings of the words behind a book, and that's why that they like, because when you pick it up, it's spiritual. And without the spirit, you're going to be like, man, this, man, I've seen this on TV. But what, um, what that is is that with them, the gospel means the good news. And so if you read the gospel accounts, there's four, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And so what's the good news in them? Is that Jesus died for your sin. So there is no another gospel. There is no, in all these other religions, there's a lot of religions that they might say that Jesus, with this, strictly, with Islam, the book tells us who fathered Islam, the Islamic nations, and who God gave the promise to. It wasn't to Ishmael. Ishmael fathered the uh, Islamic race. And again, not everybody going to want to agree with Christ. Because a lot of people, you know, they govern by what they see, what they think and feel. But I, it's like what the Word of God said. He marveled. Like, we've been learning about Christ our whole life, never really serving him. Mm. Never, none of us never really served him. We got two churches down the street. We never really served him because we kids. When you a kid, you're youthful. You feel me? But when you become a man, you put away that youthful plan and, that, and you start to get serious about life. Because I know a lot of us are dying in old block. I, I know over 100 people dead. Really? I've been to OD funeral. I've been to, you feel me? I had to watch Vaughn get killed on the uh, camera. I had to watch Troy get killed on the camera. And they don't even understand that it's all in here. I can read it to you right now. And the book told you we were gonna, we was going to be doing this to each other. Each man to have an evil eye against their brother. Okay, but the same way that I just said that I think if atheism leads me to living a good life and, and not hurting anyone, yeah. et cetera. And that if Christianity leaves you in that direction, like, cause that, that's my personal outlook. I have no qualms with you being a Christian or so-and-so being a Muslim, et cetera, because at the end of the day, if it all leads us to the, the end destination of being good people and, and trying to be the best people that we can, it's all good. But, but do you just believe that Islam is, is false? Do you think this is, just, is bad for people? And, and, and even your ideal, but let me tell you why. Because God said, there is no man good. You know how there's no man that's good? Because your flesh. Your flesh is tainted. God said the flesh and the spirit are at war. These things are contrary one to another, so you won't do the things that you want to do. And so the only reason why I'm disagreeing with what you're saying is not because I hate you mm. or not because I don't think that what you're saying, I, living good lives is cool. But when you die... You have to go meet the creator. And he said this. So we all know sports. We all understand a lot of things. He said this. Oh, and if you if you think that you're competing in the game, no man wins the gold crown unless he compete according to the rules. If I try to compete playing football with basketball rules, you're going to get disqualified. Or if I go into a boxing match and I start kicking, 
I'm disqualified. This is what God is telling us. Heaven is the goal. And if heaven is your goal, you're going to have to compete according to the rules that God set forth if you want to enter into his kingdom. Mm. Okay, but if if a Muslim dies yeah. and, and it just so happens that the Christian God is the real God and you're having a conversation after you die with a Christian God and you say, hey, now being presented with you and Jesus is right by your side, you're telling me that the religion that I spent my whole life on was a bunch of, uh, of crap. Isn't a logical God going to have to say, well, you, you were wrong about the nature of the universe, but you lived your life as a good person, even if you were not worshiping me throughout your life, and that that would then, therefore, like, how, how could a God that is truly great and truly logical hold it against a Muslim or an atheist even for just simply making the most rational decision that they can with the evidence that is presented to them throughout their life? And I get that. And um, I, I fully get that. And I've asked God those questions as well. Like, man, like people trying. Mm. People just trying to do the best that they can. But then the, the whole point of it is, have you have you actually gave it a true heart shot at actually reading what this book says and why everybody argue about, like, look, everybody argue about Christians. And Christians are the only ones that argue about everybody else. But you don't see Buddhists talking about atheists. You don't see Muslims talking about atheists. You don't see atheists talking about Muslims. It's like Christ against everybody, and then everybody against Christ. That should say something. But the whole point is, Adam, yes, live a good life. Why you can't live a good life and just say that, look, God is saying no man is really good because we sin. We all fall short. That's missing the mark. We've all fall short. I've fallen short. I've done many wrong things in my life. I've fallen short from uh, the, the the love of God, and that's why he, we need Jesus' grace. It's All it is, bro, is a remission for your sins. Mm. It's covering your sins away. Look, and then when you read, I'm telling you, most times we don't under— we mock what we don't understand, and it's only because we don't really give it an opportunity. And I'm, I'm not beating religion down nobody's neck. I'm be you need a relationship with God. You going to let somebody into your house that you don't know? No, but maybe like the plumber. Okay, unless they doing something for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but that's what like God is saying. Like, man, it's a, he said it's going to be a lot of people to come up into the day of judgment. They're like, Lord, Lord. And he going, then we do this in your name and do this, but I never knew you. But I've never had anything revealed to me that made me think that there even was an afterlife at all. Never mind that it would be the afterlife that is kind of described by the Bible. Yeah. I mean, because no man knows what that afterlife going to look like. Right. But this is, you know what? You ever heard of that Holy Bible? Let me, he only left you basic instructions before For leaving, leaving Earth. Earth. Hmm. You ever listen to the Jizz album, Liquid Swords? That's the last song. Basic instructions before leaving Earth. <laughs> no, I know. That's a good one. I know you ain't like an old school hip-hop head, but that's a classic track. Yeah, I feel you. But the main thing is, Adam, God want people to want him. If you get rich and you start thinking that I'm a good person, I'm a good, per good person, God said you save good, being a good person. That's works. That's good. You need that. Mm. But... He said, you are saved by grace, lest any man boast. But if I have faith, then I do the work. So by grace is that you only saved by grace if you believe that Jesus died. 
And what you say from hellfire? Why should we go and burn in hell for eternity because we wanted to do things on our own way? I just don't believe in hell or hell. All right, but Adam, one thing I can ask you, who asked you? Who, who, who asked you before you came down into this body? Do you want to go to this earth? Or did you just wake up here in this world and start growing up like everybody else? I know that this is like probably like the most offensive thing to a religious person, but I actually think that this is all just kind of coincidence. Hmm. We just sort of ended up this way. Are you familiar with simulation theory? Yeah, but who created simulation theory? A man. Right, well, the idea of it, but the basic idea is that there in the future will be such advanced computers that people will be able to easily create simulations of humanity and that there will be millions or trillions or really infinite simulations being run by people and that therefore it's more likely than not that we are currently living in a simulation and that all of this kind of has no rhyme or reason. I feel you, but... Nothing happened coincidentally in this world. Nothing. See, I, I think it, it does. But that's what the that's what the the enemy wants you to lean. God said, "Do not lean on your own understanding, and do not trust your heart." You gotta trust your heart. What else Adam, you got, Adam? Adam, I know a lot of niggas that trust their heart. They not here no more. See, is we could like that's the pride of the flesh. The flesh is like, man, I'm me. I trust myself. Mm. How many times have you have gotten yourself into some shit that it was hard to get out of? True, but I would also say that, like, me trusting my instincts or my heart has really, like, saved me in infinite different situations. You know, just my ability to navigate the world. I mean, that's kind of like all you have is, is your ability to make the best decision at every given interval. Yeah, I feel you. And, I mean, like, the thing is, is because I've been where you are. Mm. But I had to get to where I am in a different way. And it was because I had, like, how you was talking about, like, the kids in the hood, and we got no hope. Mm. And I was going to kill myself because what, what was I doing? All I was doing was trying to kill people, trying to chase people down. I'm trying to take from them because I did not have. Mm. And so I was going to kill myself, and then something was calling my spirit, like, no, no, no. Don't kill yourself. Come to me first. And that's why I could never hold it against a religious person because if a, if religion is what helps you to live a good life and if it's what took you away but from look, trying see, to kill people and stuff, by all means, I think that that's great. I would never want to denigrate that. It's Adam, bro. Like, obviously you don't really know me, but I would love, but like you got to be open to it because God said he gives grace to the humble. You know what humble people is? It's like knowing that we don't know everything. And I don't know nothing completely. Mm. I promise you. I'm not trying to sit here and be like, oh, I know it all. I know that. But I'm telling you, I've seen God move. Really? I, bro, show me another one of uh, somebody that come from where I come from, that that been through what I done been through. Like, I got stories. Like, I done had the worst of the worst. My dad died when I was seven months still in my mom, and I was born the next day after he died. Really? I seen my grandmother get killed. Then I moved with my other grandmother, and she died. Then I got adopted, went to Chicago. And then I was with the woman, and she ended up, bro, I done seen Adam, bro. Yeah. I do want to get the autobiographical version of your life just for the people out there who have seen all these random clips of you. Can, can you yeah. can you break it down from the beginning of, like, you know, how you ended up moving to the O and, like, wh where were you born initially? And talking about your, your younger days. I was born in Detroit, Michigan. Man. Okay, okay. Detroit, Michigan. And, you know, I moved to Chicago when I was seven. Uh-huh. And before I moved to Chicago when I was seven, man, I like, I experienced a lot of things you would have never thought of seven. I mean, you know, we hear certain stories, 
But like sexual abuse, my uncles and my grandmothers, they always on heroin. We used to get beat. I'm talking about crazy stories that I can, you know, recite. But that should have it'll be so long. Right. It'll be very long. Like, nigga, we have to four hours talking about it, bro, because it's so long. But every little thing that happened, now hindsight, I'm older, getting all this understanding from the from the love of God. And now I'm able to see all the things he brought me through. But man, from um Detroit, I moved from Detroit to Chicago when I was seven, and I told you, I seen one of my grandmothers get killed. Her husband killed her. Right in front of you? Right in front of me, my other cousins. And the crazy thing was, she uh he just brought her in from the hospital. Both of her arms was broke. And then he broke both of her legs. And what? so he brought her in from the hospital, man. And my grandmother, she was um, she giving all of us hugs. And she gave me a hug. And in my spirit, I'm a kid. I'm a kid. I can remember it to this day. My, my grandma get a hug. Give me a hug. And then my spirit, my spirit say she about to die. My the granddad, he literally... With the wheelchair, throw her down in the basement. Boom. He's down there killing her. But my uncles, they down there. And my uncle hear my grandmama screaming. What they do? They turn the music up because this they daddy. And they turn the music up. And so I had that. But you a kid, you know, we kind of was playing. And, and obviously it hit me more now because it was traumatizing. But when you a kid, you don't know how. Trying to, to avoid it? Yeah. You don't know. You don't really understand what's going on. Did she on. have broken arms because of him as well? Yes. And then she gets home from the hospital, and he begins just assaulting her again and breaks yeah. her legs. But breaks her legs. Was it- no, wait, wait. He broke her legs and arms, and when he brought her in from the hospital, both were already broken. And so this is when he killed her. I know you're young, but was was there any kind of, like, rhyme or reason to this, or was it just straight up? Drugs, like a, a, I would think, man. Oh, drugs, okay. you know, drugs open you up spiritually. Drugs open you up spiritually, man. What That's do you mean by you, that? Drugs make you worse spiritually, I would think, right? Yeah, they make you because you. if we fight in spiritual war and they already can add thoughts on your heart, once you hit something and now your mind is altered, it's easily for them to speak something into your heart and for you to believe it's you. You ever had, a, 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 a you know, moments where you just sitting back, you just, you just chilling and then a thought pop into your head. But you was already watching something. You can't think two things at once. You start talking to yourself like, what? Do this? Do what? Like, who you? Who do we talk? You kind of understand what I'm saying? Like, a thought will pop into your head mm-hmm. while actually already doing And so where did the thought come from? Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I know that I've had some times where I'm up, you feel me, might be praying. And then it's like, man, an image of porn or something to pop in. Mm. And who would that be if I'm praying to God right now? Who would that be trying to add this thought onto my heart? This is the war that we fight. It's spiritual that they can they can talk to you. You don't see them, so you don't think that you're actually communicating with spiritual demons mm-hmm. because but, you can't see it. So w- did the? I'm assuming the cops came when yeah, when he she called died. The cops. He called he the cops called after the cops he killed her. After he killed and her. And what? He tries to make up a story. No, he called the cops. He did his ten years. Wow. 
10 years, that's he, it. He did his 10 years. He's out right now. What the fuck? Yeah. And do you have memories of the cops like trying to interrogate you and ask they you what happened? They didn't try to interrogate us. I remember when they came in, they flashed the lights on us. Me, my cousin, we was in the bed. We was just all in the bed, you know, like, and then they came in, they flashed the lights, they took him out. They said absolutely nothing to us. Uh-huh. But, you know, they they removed the body and, um, you know, he went to jail. And man, I moved with them because my uncles, man, they used to beat my ass. Really? And we was, I was like five, six, and they used to, I, I believe it had to be the drugs. Yeah. You know, if you already an angry person and you mix that with drugs, you're going to kill somebody. Right. Because that's what drugs are for, is to allow for you to open yourself up. Man, everything that's here that's in this world, who, that pleases the body in some sort, it kills the body. Yeah. That's the enemy. And he wants you to be so focused on the things that feel good, but you don't know you're killing yourself while you steady doing this. Uh-huh. And that's the spiritual war that we fight, man. But, you know, yeah, so I moved away from there, and I moved to my uh, my dad's mom's house. And then my grandmother that was there, it was only a couple months, she died. What was the situation there? She just died. I think she had, um, man, I don't remember uh, exactly what it was, but bad health. Okay. My grandma was kind of heavy set. And um, stuff like that. So I think she died from like bad health, from eating habits, and um, you know stuff like mm. that, man. And, and you know, and my auntie, like she already had three kids. Her mom just died. She don't know her father. And I was bad, bro. I was bad as hell. And I wasn't. And I was bad because I, I wasn't just a kid who was a kid. I was a kid who I understood things. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things that like, I remember, like, and don't think I'm, I'm on no weird stuff. Like I'm weird towards my auntie, but I, I remember being a kid. And my auntie was changing, and she took off her bra. And her daughter, um, one of my cousins, was like, man, Mama Dooboo right there. That's like my nickname, you know, from where I'm from. She Dooboo right there. And she, he a kid. He don't know what's going on. But I'm in my head like, I, I know what's going on, auntie. You got some big titties. <laughs> That's exactly what I repeated to myself, like, being honest. Because I'm like, you don't think I know what's going on? I got eyes. Right. But obviously not all kids, you know, had that understanding. Right. And so, because, man, when I moved to Chicago, I was eight. I was out on the block hanging with niggas 13, 14 mm-hmm. when I moved to Chicago. But you moved straight to O Block? Uh, we moved to a, a, a place that was um like on the west side. Okay. And then I moved to O Block like after a few months from there. And when you moved to O Block, did you have any idea that this, well, I mean, it wasn't a famous place at the time, yeah, right? It was just yeah. normal to you? This is just a regular ass place to live? Yeah, it was our, and this was before O Block was even thought of. Right. We was called Wick City then. Right. You know, Wild Insane Crazy, so, that's the name. Right. And so, yeah, man, I moved to the block and I stayed on the church end. Okay, yeah, I've been to the church. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, you did go uh-huh. down that way, yeah. Because so. that was a powerful thing to realize, like, yeah. just to walk into that environment and see these, like, little kids that are, like, yeah, just, man. you know, trying to get f- some food at the food pantry yeah. and stuff. That's where I met uh, Shoebox Baby. Yeah, Shoebox. He was sitting there like, eating a uh, pizza puff. I remember when he moved on the block. He moved next door to me. Mm. He lived, like, so when you go into the second um, part, I live to the left. Shoebox, when they moved, they moved to the right. But you know how the builders is. You saw how they was and whatnot. But, yeah, it's... You know, it's poverty. Mm-hmm. And that's what poverty looked like, man. When you go into those areas, man, it, that's what poverty looked but like. But did it strike you at that time that there was like a sense of community there that wasn't necessarily around in the other places that you had lived before that? I really, I really, you know, when you were a kid, you don't really be thinking much about it. Mm-hmm. But all I do remember when I first moved on the block, living on the church end, they used to chase the niggas who, the dudes who used to stay on the church end, bro, them, and I ended up being with them after I moved. 
but they used to be chasing them back down. I had a few friends in the uh, fourth part, and they used to be chasing them all the way back down. Them niggas running home, they throwing eggs and shit, so I kind of was scared to go down there because I'm like, man, they chasing them there. They don't know me. Mm. I go down there, they definitely going to do me, beat me up or whatnot. And so, you know, when I moved down on that end, I was probably nine. I moved to the second part. And then, you know, everything just happened naturally. When you first come out, if people don't know you, they're going to try to try you. Unfortunately, I ain't really had nobody try to to try me when I was a kid. But, like, when you start getting older, then, you know, it's going to be fights. You got mm-hmm. a bunch of men. I mean, young men. You know, you got a, 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 a we going through our whatever the puberty, puberty you got you got testosterone flooding yeah. into your body on a level that you never felt before and when i think about like i didn't understand that when i was a kid but when i think back to the way that everything changed when i hit like 12 13 14 i mean that testosterone hitting your body and and then i see it too with like adults when i watch a dude get on steroids and how yeah. different their behavior is and how their body changes mm-hmm. and i'm like oh so that was what was happening to, to us when we were like 12 or 13 yeah. and of course we start fighting and you know you start trying to have sex you start trying to like you know just everything changes in your life after that hey one thing kind of off topic sure and so because i just i so you got nothing against christians and you say you're atheist why what do you think because you you're not an evil person unless you are like satan's because satan can shine himself he can transform himself like a shimmer in the light like no i'm a nice guy behind the scenes too yeah no and i know (laughs) I, i know but i'm just saying so what would make you get an upside down cross on your face to me, it was just a representation of, of I'm, I'm against organized religion as a whole. I think it overall has a net negative effect on society. And, uh, you know, I, I allow people that. I don't hold it against anybody. Yeah. But for me, my personal worldview is that humanity is better off without religion. And to me, the upside down cross is kind of a symbol of that, which a lot of people kind of don't understand that or they think that I must be a Satanist or whatever, which I've always been attracted to dark imagery. And it doesn't really have anything to do with like, you know, I don't believe that Satan is real, so I can't be a Satanist. And I would say that most people who, who wear a T-shirt of a metal band with a, a picture of Satan on it, I was, uh, you know, hooking up with a girl on camera the other day, and she had a big old tattoo of Satan with fake tits on her back. <laughs> I'm assuming that she doesn't actually believe that Satan exists. She just likes you the, crazy the imagery hell. of it. I, I mean, and that does that. And do she was six thing. four, so don't tell me that God didn't shine His light upon her because how else did she end up six four? She's it's blessed. A- Come on, man. It don't matter how tall you is in order for you to have a blessing. from True. Height ain't a blessing. Life is. For a woman especially. Yeah, yeah but height, height's not the blessing. Life is. Mm. You feel me? And it's being able to look. See, the thing is with God is everybody creating their own testimony. Mm-hmm. And if that's your testimony, when you go and, and this is what you got to, to show God, he's going to say, well, Jamal came on your show. Jamal. You yeah, he tried to give it to, and then it ain't just gonna be me. He gonna allow you gonna have to reject this. Mm. That's what makes God a just God. Is that he could throw us all in hell and do he could do that, but that would make him evil. Mm. But so the thing is, he gives you free will. But wait, are all the Muslims and Oblak going to hell because they don't believe they haven't got their uh, you you what you want me to tell the truth? If you die unrepentant, if you say no, then I'm going to think you're being dishonest because no, that no, that I'm is not, an I'm important tenet of Christianity I, listen, is listen, that everybody's bro. going to hell if they're if they're not saved, right? Adam, bro. I mean, I'm just look. look I, I know I'm kind of guessing that you are <laughs> that look, you know. <laughs> all right, but but look though. So I just want to. Bro, why would I do all the things that I'm doing? I love Vaughn. I love my homies. Mm-hmm. I grew up just like them. 
Actually, I grew up worse than them because mm. I ain't had what they had. Some of them had their mama. Some of them had some did. That I description of the first 10 years of your life sounds worse than nearly everybody I've ever interviewed. That's terrible. Because they ain't go through, bro. They ain't. It, 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 your testimony is your testimony. Right. And so what you went through going to affect you just as much as the things that I went through. Mm. Because if that's what you know, that's all you know. And so it's still going to affect you. So I, I don't look at what nobody else been through and, and because I've been through more that, oh, like I'm better than you or a, a weird situation like that because what you go through, I bet it hurts you. I bet it affects you in some type of point of fashion. But on that, if you die unrepentant, you don't, bro, look, see, uh, that's why they created religions because they knew you, a lot of people was going like, man, I think this is, because religion do mess up the world. Mm. With God, with us and our father, it's like you and your son, Adam, if you had a son. Daughter, but yeah. Or daughter. And so you love your daughter, but can't your daughter anger you? She's only two and a half, so I, I, I don't know about anger, son. but yeah. yeah right. No, but the other day I saw a video of a bunch of little kids, and they they had opened up like a bucket of sour cream and smeared it all over the entire kitchen. And I was just watching it thinking like, Oh man, if my kid does some shit like that, I'm gonna be angry as hell. Like I have not gotten to the point of my kid really doing something that would make me angry yet up to this point in my life, and it's gonna be kind of weird when I do get to that point where she like destroys something that I'm like deep, I'm really upset about because up till this point I haven't really had to experience that emotion towards my kid, you know? Yeah, I feel you. And so like if you was a had a boy or, or your girl get your daughter gets older, your father. Mm-hmm. And just say, for instance, man, you you working hard right now to provide for her. Right. And the moment she get older, she don't remember shit you did for her. Oh, yeah. And and, and so she just ignores you. Father Day come up. She never call. Mm-hmm. She living her merry life. And you the reason why she in college, got a degree. You doing mm-hmm. all these things. And you would damn near be have wanting to say, like, man, as easy as I brought you in this world, I take you out. I know our parents used to tell us that, like, yeah. you made a black person mad. Like, they be so quick. As easy as I brought you in this world, you know I could take you out. I said that one time as a joke to my kid, and my girl just looked at me, and she was like, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real, though. Yeah. And so, like, that's kind of like that, that God allows for us to have kids so that we can feel like what it feels like when our kids disobey us. Mm. God is our father. Because, all right, th- when they do studies about people's happiness once they have kids, the truth is is that people on average are less happy from during the time period of having a kid, but then in the long run, when they rate their existence, they, they basically say that the kid has given them so much more meaning throughout their life that it does provide them more like long-term happiness. And I get that right now because there are so many things that I could be doing with my time that would be gratifying in the short term if I didn't have a kid. But when I think about living my life without a child, it's like, oh, I would feel like I had so much less purpose or so much less meaning you know Mm -hmm. so it's like in the long run it gives you that but in the short term you're not going to the club you're not hanging out with your friends on the block or going and just kicking it with the homies or whatever like all this stuff a lot of it kind of goes out the window yeah 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 i'm I'm pretty focused on that yeah Yeah, but all right back to the topic (laughs) you feel me and i was just trying to get that because like man when we disobey god Mm. he love you adams you still here yeah people you think that you think it's 
I wait, hold up. So I'll give you a story to let you know. God ain't this ain't no coincidental nothing with God. I just want to give a story. And first, before we get there, yes, I if we do, it doesn't look, it's not about a religion. God just wants your time. Mm. Just like if you had a kid and you to help them, all you want is them to man, man. Thank you for this life, Pops. Thank you for whatever, all this that you allow for me to be. You helped me get here. Mm. And God, that that life that's even in your child, if your life was your own, Adam, you wouldn't die. If your life was your own life and you was the, the author of this story, mm. you wouldn't die. Right. But God set death as a sign to show you, you nobody. This my world. If man was so great in creating technology that's doing all these good things, then why man ain't extend days to life? Right. Impossible. And it's probably better that way. You don't want to live forever. You see what people look like when they're 90. They're, man, not, nah, they're Adam, not exactly having man, a great time. Because the flesh is tainted. Nobody mm. wants to live in a body that's always stressed out, depressed. Mm. And so that's why he got you in this body. And that's why when you're going and you living in the world, you might have a lot of money. But don't it be that? Have you ever had a time where you just was like, man, fuck this. This money ain't happy. This money ain't nothing. Oh, yeah. All the time. So you feel like you're missing something. Hmm. And then you might get a wife, you might get some kids, but then it might feel good for it when you, because if it's new, it feels good, but then it's going to be some time. I'm still missing something. This money ain't filling this void. Mm. It's the Father in heaven that you're missing. It's not about no religion, brother. I'm not in no religion. I got a relationship with God. Mm. Religion is for those who don't know God. Religion is man-made. You go to church? No. Really, I am you, the church. You don't get in, because uh, I feel like a lot of people I've known throughout my life who have a relationship with God, the the church is the thing. Like, I remember saying to my mom and trying to convince my mom that God wasn't real when I was like a teenager, and my mom's defense of, of religion would be to say, when I was down bad, when I had this problem in my life, when your father went to prison, et cetera, those people in the church, they were there for me. Yeah. And I remember telling her, mom, you could have joined a bowling league. And they would have been there for you, too. That has nothing to do with whether God is real or not. And I remember you know, my mom looking at me like, you are a real motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah. you're a real so piece of shit. So your mom's a believer. <laughs> she was, but I feel like, my, like she won't admit to it, but I haven't heard her talk about God in probably 20 years. I feel like my atheism rubbed off on her to the point where she just kind of at a certain point. That's what, that's I think what she is. used religion when she needed it. Like when my yeah. dad went to prison, religion was very useful to her. And then once life became a little bit easier, she just didn't really have a relationship with it anymore, which is probably like that for a lot of people. A lot of people. And that's why, and because God said that, he said, man, I reached out my hand, but these people did not notice. Mm. And so God will get you out of a situation, but he will allow for the situation to happen so he could get you out with the hopes that, damn, man, I'm going to let this happen to Adam and if I get them out, because can't no man get you out. Can't no man change the heart of another man, but God can. And so he gets you out of a certain situation. He want to see, will you reverence that to God? Or were you was just thinking that, oh, this just happened by luck. Mm. This just happened by chance. And so now talking about the chance and talking about the luck, all right, that's times me and Vaughn posted got killed. Mm. So let's just talk about a couple of, a little bit of that. It was one day we on the block busing. You've been out there. You see all the kids out there. Right. And so the ops, and forgive me, I, 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 when I'm speaking about these past times, I'm, I'm speaking about, when I say ops, I don't have no ops. Uh-huh. But, the people know, you considered to yeah, be. Back then, y'all know who our ops is, like FBG, FY, all that stuff that, that's the ops to O-Block. So my former life. Mm -hmm. So me and Vaughn, 
we see these two dudes walking up. And you know us, we tough, we fight, we like to fight. And we walking up. We walking up to these dudes. Something tell me in the spirit, they not here to fight y'all. Grab him and run. Nigga, soon as I do that, I grab on. What they start doing? Shooting. Who the hell you think told me that? Mm-hmm. Hold up, that ain't it. Another story. You ever heard about J.R. Platoon? Vaughn so. had him in a couple of his songs. He's like the prince of the BDs from our hood. Okay. O.D. Perry, best friend. Okay. I know everybody know O.D. or you might know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. O.D. died and then they came O-Block. Exactly. Platoon was his best friend. Okay. And so on this day that Platoon lost his life, it was probably only like four or five guys out there. I was one. Money, one of the other guys. Oogie. Uh, Money Girl was out here. And so it was probably like four of us, four or five. And Tway was out there. So that make like five. And so we sitting under this building, just chopping it up. And I go upstairs. I'm talking to this uh, this lady uh, that I knew because I went to school with her daughter. So I come back down. You know, we just chilling. It ain't nothing major yet. And so we chilling, talking. I see two dudes walk up. My heart. And my homie Oogie was walking off. He like, hood, what you on? I'm finna go down to the other end. Man, I, I saw dude, I mean, you know, if you on a block a long time and you kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm good with understanding body language. So I damn near know who you is by your walk. Mm-hmm. You feel me? By your stature. So it was two dudes walking. And my spirit was, I got scared. I'm like, man, they don't seem like they from here. Mm-hmm. So, but he like, bro, what you on? Come on, we finna go to the other end. So I'm walking with him, right? I'm about to walk this way to get to him. And then she called me, Jamal. Come here real quick. I got something to tell you. <laughs> this ain't no joke. God ain't, this ain't no joke. And I, this shit give me chills because I done been in so many different situations where my life would have, should have been taken. Mm. But so anyway, she called me upstairs. I'm running upstairs. All I hear is boom, 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 boom. I'm hearing gunshots. So I run to the window. Why I see, and this is true. We could get Oogie on the line, all this shit. He, they standing over him, two dudes, shooting. But after they get through shooting, I'm sitting in the window like, man, what the? But after they get through shooting, they leave. He get up. He running the building. I run downstairs. I'm like, man, what the? Because I'm trying not to swear. I'm trying not to curse and whatnot. But I'm confused because I'm like, they was standing over. I'm watching them shoot. Mm -hmm. So I get up close on him in the building and all this. He bleeding. I'm like, bro, I'm about to go get your people. So I'm about to run and go get your people. I'm trying to get them some help. So I'm running, right? I'm running to the other end to get folks, people. Why I'm running in? And, and, and some say, look, look that way. While I'm running, I see, because I saw it out the corner of my eye. Some ain't tell me. I saw it like something laying in the grass out the corner of my eye. And then so I kind of nudge, look, and then I look, and I see a body laying there. So I run up. Then so I'm seeing bullet squeeze. I'm talking about skull brains. This is my homie. Platoon, J.I., mm-hmm. they caught him trying to go into, he was coming out of the building because they was on the block shoot. Normally, if the, the ops come past, they not on a block shoot, and they might come do a drive-by. But So if any shots go on on a block, you're going to think that it was one of the guys doing this. Mm. And so that must have been what he thought. And so he was coming out of the building while they was trying to get in the building. And so they caught him, killed him. And but you you know what you know what my point is in that whole story? Why she called me back up there? Who 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 made bro? They would have probably killed. I probably would have been a platoon. Mm. 
that those type of things that I like, come on, man. Yeah. I just was upstairs talking to her. Right. There's no way that was a God divine moment saving my life. And he knew that I would get to once I got older and I done been through a lot of things and things like that. And when I look back at that moment, I, I'm going to know it was only God by God's chances, by his grace that I didn't die. And look what I'm doing for him, though. Mm. He was preserving me because he knew I would shout to the heavens his truth and that he love you. No matter what you feel, no matter what you think, no matter what the flesh is telling you, even if you can't comprehend it. Right. God said the things of God are foolish to the carnal man. And I've been a carnal man before. I read the Bible before and before actually really trying to really trying to show God that I wanted his love and his word and to be on his side. That shit looked like Ebonics to me. Confusion. <laughs> what is this? You reading stories and you hearing this like giants and where they at now? Right. I can't see a giant. But it happened, it's spiritual. And the Giants was actually real. Mm. And but so like, I'm just saying, man, God preserved people that he gonna use. And Adam, bro, I bro, Adam, your life can be, you can wake, you what? You think that tomorrow is promised because we always waking up tomorrow. Mm. But how many, I know a hundred niggas that they ain't wake up tomorrow. We're all very lucky to be here. You not lucky, you blessed. Blessed. This shit ain't by luck. Adam, ain't no man dying by luck. Let me ask you this. This is an important question. Did you see the King Von documentary? I watched bits and pieces. Do you feel like it captured the character of of who he was? (sighs) Nah, not the fool. Not the fool. Not the fool, but that a lot. You know, when we deceived, we do things because we think it's for the best for our people. I mean, they just, Trapper Ross describes him as being basically like, Hell bent on revenge, and that that basically nah. took over his whole existence Hell at nah. a certain Vaughn point. Von was one of the most loving people you could ever meet. I give the way that I give today because this dude, when we were shorties, he used to have girls come to the block. He didn't smoke. He had them come. To, I didn't either. You know, I, I wasn't worried about it then. And but yeah, people come to the block, do, get dropping off this just to give it to the guys. Y'all saw what he got when he got that check. He went straight to the block and dispersed that. He was one of the most loving people I ever met in my life. But he, Satan to deceive you by the people that you love. Because when you love somebody, you thinking that you got to defend and protect them all the time. But really, you love people, but you don't go and put sins on yourself for them. Because who going to, they going to be, you going you gonna to be punished for that sin. Mm. But, but you know about murders that Vaughn was involved yeah, in, right? Yeah, I was the one who told y'all the truths about the murders. Right. I was the only one. I brought them truths out about those murders because I hate lies. And one, he was dead. And so I was like, I'm going to use the truth, but only to get y'all attention because y'all so hell-bent on this old block, so hell-bent on. I, and it confuses me that people that look like us love drill music. And love these drill interviews when all they do is create a lifestyle for you that is unsafe. Mm. When Lil Durk talking about the ops and sliding on the ops, nigga, you got ops to somebody. You're, so, you're somebody's op. You somebody op. Mm. And so, yeah, you might be dancing and singing and thinking that. But, like, it's unsafe. That shit made it unsafe for us, but we glorify it. Mm. And, again, your heart, Adam, my heart, God said man's heart from youth desperately seek to be evil. Mm. How good is that? How great is that evil? 
That's what the book say. So what, what what was inaccurate in the documentary from your perspective? Are there, I mean, are there murders nah, that, that shit was true. <laughs> so, I just say he still, you know, everybody got two sides. Yeah, even yeah. even people, I bet Hitler, he had oh, somebody man. he loved. I mean, Osama bin Laden when they killed him, he was surrounded by his his family and his wife and So Yeah, and so and, and, and let me show you uh, the difference between the 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 fleshly man and the godly man. And so God said, and the word he said, even sinners love those who love them. So he called for us who really follow him. He said, even love your enemies. And our gen- I don't got no enemies because I love everybody. Mm. I don't care that you an atheist. It's a lot of people who don't know, know God, but they, they'll come in here with a book. They act like they know God, but they don't show you love like God said. And God said that because he need for those who don't understand who he is. He needs somebody that do understand to give that person love. Even if you were sitting here calling me stupid, dumb, I still be talking to you, giving you respect because that's what I would want. Now, people disrespect God, right? And he still allowed for you to live. He want us to show the love to you that he's showing to us. So you can see that he is real, but you're not going to see it from him. You're going to have to see it from the people. God said, how do you think that you can love me, but you don't love and what you can't see? But you don't even love your brothers at which you do see. So mm-hmm. I seen that. And I'm like, man, I really got to start practicing love more. Mm-hmm. So was it was it Vaughn's passing that sort of made you get more into religion? Or what was it that made you realize you wanted to? Man, stop calling it a religion. Bro. Okay, well, <laughs> Christianity. I got a re- Christianity is the religion. Right. I'm a Christian. What, that means what, I just follow Christ, the laws that he laid down. Right. I can show you in this book that Christ is God. I can show you, bro, and the thing... I see the little hair of what you you believe, so huh? Huh? Well, I mean, I, I don't think there's anything you do to make me believe in God. A lot of people have tried. God gonna give you an increase. Can no man get that increase? All I can do is plant the seed. Okay. I can't make you believe that. But okay. if I plant some seeds and some of them you agree with, then God can give you an increase. I can't do nothing. I can't change the heart of a man. That's not my job to do. But what changed? Because like during Vaughn's whole thing, like or his whole rise, were, yeah. you, were you as passionate about God or not at that time? Like what? What? I, was, there has to have been a switch that Adam, flipped at I a certain point. I found God at seventeen. The oh, difference okay. was I found Him in prayer. I didn't have the word. Mm-hmm. I told y'all I was about to kill myself. We ain't go there. So it's a lot. It's so much we could talk about, bro. Like it's so large. Like, all the things that I've seen, what I've been through, all the old block stuff, man, it's it's a lot to talk about. And so I kind of be bouncing all over myself. But, man, when Vaughn died, something was in my spirit saying, man, because I knew how they was going to paint Vaughn, and I get it. I understand it. We mm-hmm. all fought. The difference is, to God, Vaughn is a killer. But if, 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 if you a fornicator or an adulterer, the same way that Vaughn died, you gonna likewise perish. No matter who. That's what the Bible tells us. It don't matter that a folk, somebody is a killer. But so out of wedlock, sex is just as bad as murdering. Mm. Really? Mm. I feel like you might have just lost some people right there. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. That because, doesn't sound look, very bro, logical. Listen, brother, it's spiritual. When you lay down with a woman and you enter that woman, that's a covenant you make. That's a spiritual covenant. You transferring spirits. A woman. It's the reason why she has an open vessel. And then you see so many women liking women nowadays, right? Because they got perverted. And, and we all perverted. The flesh is the one that's perverted. It's the flesh. Till you're reborn and actually understand. But look, bro, when you lay down with a woman, you're creating a spiritual covenant. Why you think it'd be so hard for you to get away from women who you had sex with? You I don't, it's not hard for me at all. I've had sex with a lot of women where I feel almost nothing. Because you use, all right, so yeah, look, yeah, you get desensitized to it, though. This is true. 
And that happens. Yeah. And, but you still going to have that desire to go have sex, even though you might be doing it and you ain't really feeling much. But then me and my me and my wife, it's, it's a different thing. We have sex and I, I feel a deeper yeah, connection with her there. because that's real love. Right. You feel me? That's genuine love. And so you got a spiritual connection to your wife. With those other women, the flesh is weak. And so the flesh want to hear some moaning. The flesh want to stick something. Mm. That's spiritual. But it's the flesh. It's the flesh. Your flesh, you know how we fight a spiritual war? I don't have to slap you to make you angry. I could call you a name. Mm. And now you want to fight. How many? That's spiritual. You can't see no words. You well, can't see anger, but if I make you, I can make you feel it. But it's the disrespect. Yeah, but and that's the pride of the flesh. Right. The flesh will make you feel prideful. Like, man, who is you to tell me somebody? We grow, we learn all these bad habits in the world. And that's then true. that shit will translate over what you see. That's what you'll have faith for. The more successful I become, the more it's difficult for anybody to make much of an impact on me, you know, mentally by saying something negative to me. You know, I'm at the point now where I feel like, you know, I could be at the gas station and somebody could just be like, you a bitch. And I might just be like, okay, buddy, <laughs> hop in the car, drive away. It's just not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to take time out of my day or put myself at risk. You know, who knows? They might have a gun on them. They might have whatever. Exactly. Like, you know, the, the deeper I get into life, the more, the less important it feels to defend my pride. Mm. And, but look, the deeper you get into life, the closer you are to your death day. Right. And the, the more and more I get thankful for just being alive but at all. But who are you thinking? If you don't believe in God, who the hell you think? You can't think yourself. The universe. You know, the the, the coincidental fact that I've managed to have this fucking existence. <laughs> the universe. I mean, that is how I feel. Hey, but so who created the universe? The I wanna, universe can't I don't create know. itself. I mean, I, I, I've never been a big guy talking about the Big Bang and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, I don't feel like I need to ascribe the universe to any particular deity in order to be appreciative of the things I have. You know, I, I could just look I at the that. world and say, damn, I'm doing better in life than 95% of people. And I got to be thankful for the fact that, you know, I get to wake up every day and, and, you know, have a fucking pool in my backyard like that to me growing up, I could never have imagined that I would get to the point where I owned a house. Never mind that I would have a pool. Never mind that I would be able to have a kid who gets to go to a nice private school. Shit like thing that. Though, Adam, mm. When you die, name one of them things that's going with you. Nothing's going with me. When I die, it's over. And so look though, so I want to paint a picture. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a story in here about called a parable about the rich man, the foolish rich man. Mm. And so the story kind of reads, it says, There was a certain rich man who had many goods stacked up, but he had like a smaller crib. And so he said, Man, what should I do with my goods? I got all this extra stuff. So he's like, Man, I'm gonna tear this down and I'm gonna build something bigger. And then I'm gonna store up my goods. And so he tore it down, he built it. Store all his goods. And so he sat there. He was like, he said to himself, the book, it says, so you have many goods. He says, lay up, eat, and be merry. Merry means to be happy. Mm -hmm. But then God says, he says, fool, now at the end of this night, your soul will be re required from you. So now, who is all those things which you stored up going to? Are you kind of understanding or no? I just don't think, I mean, yeah, you have stuff and then you die and it doesn't, nothing happens to it. I mean, at best, you, you get to leave it to your family. All right. But what I was saying is, so we go so hard at getting stuff just only to leave it back to somebody else. Right. 
But isn't that kind of, if there is a reason to, to live and to work hard, it's to make your kids' lives better than your own. I remember my That's dad telling me so. that as a kid. It's like, you know, the, the goal in life is just to do better than your father and to, you know, create a better existence for your kids, which... I don't even know that I think that that's the most important thing, but for sure, you know, to, to give your kids opportunities. I mean, I can't imagine anything more important. Yeah, I mean, a relationship with the one who's going to judge them. It's nothing more. Look, so the thing with God is he allowed for you to believe what you want to believe because those who really love God, they're going to come for God. Mm. And those who want to love themselves and love their families, that's great. Let me know? ask you this. Do you, have a, do you struggle to live a godly existence? Do you struggle to say no when they're passing around perks at the party or when a girl says hey I'm Black J Hood I want to give you some top is it hard for you to say no it's always hard you know why because the flesh is weak mm. but the spirit in me is willing I don't party I'm not out here for I ain't saying I don't fornic I don't practice fornication I slip up sometimes mm -hmm. but my bible says us man oh if you sin don't worry we have an advocate in Christ Jesus <laughs> and it's not so that I sin so that grace may abound I'm not willfully sinning but I just really came around to the word of God. And so you're not going to tomorrow because you read the book, start living the way God called for you to live. It's a, it's a lifestyle. You learn things. And once you're learning certain things, you're putting off old bad behavior. And the book shows you that. But you got to be actually, faith comes by hearing and by seeing. Mm -hmm. So if all you saw was the world and the shit that's in the world, you're going to have faith for things that's in the world. Right. If you went to school for 12 years. Or however long you go to school and you do good, do good and uh, you know you get good grades and all that, right? And but the thing is, what you learn in the world ain't gonna profit you towards God. Mm -hmm. Worldly knowledge is for the world. God said, "Do not love the world, nor the things therein." He who loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. That's spiritual and it's deep. So to love the world is bad. God is saying, like, it's not bad. You can like some things, bro. But it's that, like, if you love something, over the next, you're going to cling to one and you're going to despise the other. Uh -huh. So if you chase, like, that's why he said you can't serve two masters. And he was talking about God and money. And so if you chasing money and then you hear what the Bible says, you automatically going to be like, hell no, nah, because you, you love money. So you're going to cling on to the money. And you're going to despise that other, which is God. And so that's why he tried to tell, bro, you can't serve me while trying to chase your dreams. Because what your dream should be is in the hope of the things that I told you that's coming after this. Just as easy as he ushered in this world, he's going to usher in that next. Let me ask you this. Is, is it hard for you to let go of, like, you know, when I talk to a lot of gang members or people who come from gang environments, it's like, there's a certain level of hatred that they have towards their ops for having killed people that they were yeah. close to. And no matter how much their life improves or changes, they still kind of have that chip on their shoulder mm -hmm. towards people that they feel like really perpetrated evil upon them. Is, is Has it been like an abrupt thing where you just forgive everybody that, that has ever done something terrible to the people that you love? Or is it something that you still hold on to? I don't hold on to that. You know why? Because when I see this book that was written thousand years ago, and when I read it, and when it tell me that it's like, bro, the, the reason why I believe in the word of God so much is because mm -hmm. the word is alive. You know how we know the word is alive? Because once I come from the darkness, I was there. 
Now, when I really come on God's side, I'm looking back at, I don't got to look at your life. I can look at the stuff I was doing, my non-reverence for God. And, but, so really like, I never was really, I I, I understood why Nick, why people died. I don't really have no hate in my heart. It be some things that I, you know, when you stuck in it, but like this, the word has been, been rewired. I got a new heart, bro. I have a, I, I didn't used to like white folks. And you know why? Really? Propaganda. Who was telling you to hate white people? All the shit, all the slave movies, mm. all the propaganda, and it's propaganda. That's spiritual. But were you not around a lot of white people growing no. up? Very few. No, none. None. Absolutely none. You probably had some teachers that was white, but shit, when you go home, you don't see them no more. Right. And so that, remember I said earlier, like Satan's privately saying, he's saying um, arrows at the heart of the righteous. Mm. He did that through us, through television. He did that to white people. Certain white people, they don't like black people based off what they see on TV. Right. You never had no, that shows you right there that you can be deceived. You can be deceived spiritually and you never, and then so when I go to college, because God blessed me and allowed for me to go to college on Sports Illustrated. I come from the hood. You ain't never met nobody that come from where I came from. That you were in Sports, Sports Illustrated? Yes. Doing what? Football. Really? Just yes. like a photo, I, a little write-up or something? Yes, a write-up. Um, I got two documentaries on it that's actually, they come to the school with the cameras. Mm. I had a white guy take me in. He got me up out of old block my senior year in high school. Right. Moved in with him. And then that's when I started to learn, man, all white people ain't evil. Mm. There's something some weird, something weird going on. And so, obviously, I had the, I had, I understood God, but only a little because I didn't really read to know who he was. What happened to your sports journey? How did it eventually end? I ended up fracturing my spine and my waistline, so I, you know, I gave it up. Oh, really? Yeah, man, because look, man, on the outside, look, riches, on the other side of riches is, for me, I don't know if I would, like, I don't care about this. Because you know why? I got to die one day, bro. Mm. I know God is real. Do you think often about how your life might have been different if that didn't happen and if yeah, you had become I do. some I do. some football player with a $10 million contract that or whatever? Scary. It is scary? That shit's scary. You know why it's scary? Because you because might not you have get, ever found God, right? Yes. In the moment I get all these things, I don't need God. Mm. I, got, I got a bag. Niggas be only going to God when they need something, like you said. And so if you can provide everything to you, you don't need for no God. Mm. And so that's why God says, look, I know your affliction and your poverty. This is the book. I'm, affliction is what you go through that causes you strife, that causes you stress and de depressing. You might actually get shot, go through some physical pain. Poverty, you know, what you lack. He said, but you are rich. He says, so what if some did lack the faith in Jesus? Would that take away your faith in the power? That, would that take away the power that's in what you believe? Certainly not. See, for those who don't believe, they get no power. But for those who do believe, you get an understanding. You get a, a you view the world differently than you've ever. Bro, why y'all think I'm out here doing things and people think I hate people that I love? Mm. They think that they thought that, uh, you know, they they hated Christ, but He was coming to save them from themselves. And the only thing was they didn't understand the love. We used to, we used to attain a love, a worldly love. If you love somebody, you let them do what they want. Why would I, if I know that this, bro, God is real. 
I done experienced what hell gonna feel like on a fragmental level. And when I tell you, y'all think y'all wanna play with God, it's easy when you win the body in the flesh and you get money and you you living. It's easy to be like, oh, man, God, what? But then when you die, with, bro, quick story. So my cousin died. One of my cousins died off of um heroin. Like I told you, my family, them, you feel me? And so he got into it. He was 16. Mm-hmm. And so he was dying. This was like his second time overdosing. Right. He's dying. Like literally after this happened, he died. So he's 16. <laughs> And my cousin was there watching this. And so while he's, while the life is leaving out of him, my cousin said his mouth opened up. He said, no, I don't want to go with them. I want to go with Uncle Naeem. Mm. You know what's the crazy part? My Uncle Naeem died before he was even thought of. He never knew my Uncle Naeem. He ain't never seen Uncle Naeem. He ain't know Uncle Naeem. He'd never seen Uncle Naeem had no relationship with him. Mm-hmm. He died at 14. And so his life was leaving him. He screamed and said, no, I don't want to go with them. I want to go with Uncle Naeem. Why his body leaving him? He's dying. Name one person you ever seen overdosing that spoke or said any words. I never seen anybody overdose. You don't see that. And when my cousin told me chills just go through my, bro, the God that we serve, he allows for us to feel big if because he just want to see Adam. Are you going to love me? Or are you going to let what people say about me, these other religions? You're going to let all this stuff, because it's a distraction. It's supposed to be a distraction. Mm-hmm. When you love your wife, you got a bunch of distractions coming after you. Probably after you got married, you probably had females that you probably been with. Now they want to hit you up because you taken. Not yet, but that's a great idea. I hope so. <laughs> nah, see, did did your girl with it. And so, so you won't get in trouble for yeah. it. <laughs> nah, but if they, if they just want to get a sneaky link going my girl ain't gonna love that hey let me ask you this so you were in the headlines because somebody ran down on you at the ymca yeah and that was like a reminder of like oh this this guy may have found god and he may be doing all these interviews and everything but old old stuff is still gonna you know cause you to have to deal with old bullshit uh yeah. what 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 happened in that situation where were you exactly man i was at um at like a, a place called east Florida. It's another, like, a branch of, like, L.A. Fitness. They just changed the name. Okay. In Arizona. And so I'm hooping in the And that's weird... where you stay? Yeah, I live okay. in AZ. So you, you've been out of Chicago for how long? I've been out of Chicago since 2015, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've been out of the hood. Way, but, you know, I used to always go back. Okay. I stopped going back when I started doing YouTube. Okay. You can't be stupid. You can't play like, yeah, I know a lot of them, and they love me, but then I know how the guys work. Niggas back though. Mm. Niggas are really back though. But you think that you would have been a target for like old blockians to come nah, at you like that, or somebody that you feel me that didn't? I I know how, bro. I know how the enemy work. And and if you trying to play that, I know that I got to refrain from certain situations because when I was once in the hood, I'm beating it. I'm fighting. I'm a fighter. I can't go back there after the things that I said to think that I'm gonna be fighting. I'm you gonna get killed. Mm-hmm. Then we just see a Roy. I just saw another one of my homies get killed and it's on camera. Mm. It's gonna be there forever. Killed right in front of his crib. And the people didn't get charged for it, right? No, nah, they didn't get charged. But anyways, man, um, so I'm um I'm there, I'm hooping, I'm playing basketball. When I first go in there, I'm I, what's good, bro? I'm Jamal. I'm introducing myself to everybody. Mm-hmm. And one of the dudes, like, man, I know who you is, J Hood. Like my I kinda like heard it, but 
I ain't really think too much into it because I'm like, man, I don't be preaching no. I'm just really trying to get people to understand, you know, what's really going on, and it's more than than that meets the eye, than that meets the eye, whatever. I just said that, but anyways, man. So shaking their hands. Um, he said, "Y'all know who you is, J Hood." All right, I ain't think too much. Of it. We playing basketball. We just going at it. And then I remember them saying, like, man, we from Chicago, too, out the bam. I'm guarding. but I'm literally, because the team that I was on, them niggas suck. So I'm guarding him. I'm guarding the other dude. I'm running. I'm wearing myself out. And so then another game came up. They sat on the sidelines. And so I saw dude looking at me and was on the phone. But I'm like, man, he probably just on the phone. He ain't thinking nothing about me. And But the moment I saw that, I'm like, uh, you know, my spirit kind of witnessed. So the dudes that I was there, that they left. And so three dudes come in. Soon as I look at them, my spirit say, they came there for you. But I tell my spirit, I'm like, man, hell no, nah, they ain't come here for me. I'm tired as hell. I can't fight right now. I was so tired. Mm. I just hooped for like three hours. I'm trying to get back in shape. And so they come in. They get to talking to the dudes that they call. Mind you, it was already three people there. Mm-hmm. So they called three more. Because you see, I got size. <laughs> Like, I'm a loving person, but, bro, like, if I got to defend myself, you don't... You can whoop somebody. Yeah, you I'm wanna, guessing. You don't want to play that. That's what I used to do. That's why niggas called me the name that I got in the hood. I and, used to go around. We just knocking folks out. And do you mostly, like, not get any kind of negative attention being in Arizona because you're so far away from all that bullshit? Yeah, facts, but I don't go out. Right. I don't go out. I don't do clubs. I, I go get my hair cut. You think the YMCA is a pretty chill spot? You would think. <laughs> yeah. You would think. You feel me? And then they come in, and and uh, I don't really, I don't even know them dudes or whatnot. And but anyways, I'm, I'm, and so I was trying to talk to one of the dudes that called them, but I'm not thinking that they there for me because they was kind of like waiting till they could get me to a point where they could snake me, cause that's he snaked me, mm. bro. He, I never, I nobody never punched me and I fell, but I fell mm. this time. Never fell, you know. But I used to always do it to people. And so he hit me, boom. I get up so quick. Shit. I didn't even know I fell until I got on Instagram live, uh, you know, on an Instagram call with them. He said, nigga, you fell? And I'm like, when? Because I got up so quick, you know, when the adrenaline is pushing, you uh, pumping, you up, you at it. And so he hit me. I get up, and then that's kind of y'all see me squatting up. But I'm like, nigga, you hit me while I was down, nigga. Now run up now. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody do no running up because it would have. And look, it's not no hate in my heart. The flesh is weak, though. I'm still growing. I'm trying to grow in love. I'm trying to perfect love. Because it's not like you did anything to these guys. They just were, were they actually like from a place that O Block would be enemies with? Typically, yeah, they there was duck homies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, one of them had the tattoo that said Duck World. Mm. Like, so then was his peoples and whatnot. And, and, and the thing is, like, bro, I wish that Duck, all the people, I don't wish, I wish that they was here. Mm. I wish that we didn't go around, bro. We all brothers. Black people and white people, we're brothers. What's the difference between you, Adam, and the difference between me? Your color. But what? how much is, and where you come from, that ain't shit. You got five mm. fingers, I got five fingers. If you ain't got no disability. Ten, really? Yeah. Well, know. five right here. Yeah. You, five know what I, five. you know what I mean, man. You know what I mean. Two ears, two eyes. We all, come on, man. We all. Right. Pretty much one and the same, man. Right. We all God's children. So but, do you think that that was a one and done situation or you feel like you're going to run into these guys again? No, nah, that got to be one and done. I got God on my side. That happened to see what I would operate in love. Mm. God allowed for you to go through certain things to test your faith. When you start learning the word, it's like, all right, 
you know, it's just like school. The the the, uh, the test followed the lesson. Right, but was most of what happened on camera was that like the whole situation, no. or did y'all keep fighting after that? No, nah, uh, uh, oh well, that was basically it. They punched me. Y'all ain't see that. Uh huh. When they punched me, that's the only part that they didn't get. Okay. You see how that worked out? They missed out on the good content. Yeah, they missed out on the good content because <laughs> really, when they got it, then they when they saw me, it made them look like chumps. Mm. So how did you guys actually end up going on your way? Did the employees left, pop in? No, nobody did nothing. They left out. I gave it like two minutes, two, three minutes. Then I left out. When I went out there, with nobody out there. Right. And then so I, when I got home, one of the dudes hit me up on Instagram who was with him like, man, damn, bro, I didn't know you was an op. I would have did the same thing. And I'm thinking like, bro, we, you in Arizona, Another dude who didn't do anything to you hit yeah. you up saying he regretted not doing the same thing. Yeah, because I was an op. But I feel like at this point, they if they knew anything about you, they'd know that you've been pushing this positivity and whatnot, right? They just saw me on it. You know, people don't listen to the positivity. Yeah, they just, they they just want to go viral. got killed. Right. Oh, Vaughn really told you that? They just, you know, those in that, I don't even think that he even know K.I. Mm. You know, and I'm sure you heard of who K.I. is, oh, yeah. you know, the female assassin who never killed nobody, and I'm not disrespecting her. I'm telling the truth. You I really feel it. like that? I know that. She ain't killed nobody. She got killed before this. The war really got... See, YouTube is confusing a lot of people. Mm. And then you got niggas who don't want to tell the truth because they know it's going to boost the ratings. People don't walk in truth. They walk in whatever can get them up. I don't want nobody to know, bro. It was a reason why nobody knew me until I started coming out doing this. Because mm. what I need you to know me for, especially from O Block, it's like an X on your damn back. You think I want clout from being from a hood where a lot of people, if they don't, if they not from there, they gonna look at us like nigga, we killers too. Mm. When other people be killers and you think that, so what you think that you a better killing? It's all wickedness that we be having pride and we be in competition over who could get the most females, who could do, and, and so you know, really, I don't want that X on my back coming from no O Block. I got a tour with the guys about old blockchains. I'm calling, had to argue with Top, had to argue with a, a few of them. Like, man, I don't want no fucking old blockchain. Really? What I leave with an old blockchain? But I thought that's kind of part of why you and uh, Vaughn stopped talking is because you we didn't did. want one and then you didn't get one, right? I didn't want one, but I never asked for one. I got, we got um, into confliction because I spoke about the old blockchains. Mm. I spoke about them. On what, YouTube or? Uh, no, this was before I did YouTube. I ain't started YouTube until after Vaughn died. Right, because you already left Chicago yeah. before yeah, Vaughn before, started his rise. Before he started the rise. But, you know, I'm, I'm one of the brothers. Like, I, I was with them in the beginning of the shit, mm -hmm. and I wasn't a nigga that was bystanding just in the house. I was out there. Mm -hmm. Them my niggas. Like, Vaughn, he was the first person that I ever, like, my grandma only let me, um, you probably don't know who Lil Gucci is. I only spent the night over two people crib before my grandmother died. She was my grandmother. She was the lady that adopted me. She ended up dying from cancer. Mm -hmm. And so Vaughn and Lil Gucci, I always was at Vaughn crib all the time. Main, like, you know, so we kind of, we all grew up together, bro. But really, that man, all of it, it's all messed up, man. Everything in the hood, everything in the world, it's all to distract you, mm -hmm. keep you busy. Keep you loving this, bro. Why are we thinking that it's going on? God is purging out the weeks from the tears. Let me ask you this. What do you think about rappers like Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi who are pushing, you know, satanic imagery? And would you say that that is worse for society than the stuff that a Dirk or a Vaughn are putting out there where they might not no. be putting out Satanist shit, but Hell they no. are talking about violence? 
No. What Lil Uzi and them doing, I respect that more than what Dirk and them doing. Really? If you're going to be a Satanist and you want to wear that flag, I'm going to respect you for that. But don't be pushing wickedness and then acting like you a good person. Because what, what Cardi and what Uzi are putting out there is not, like, evil. It's more just like, oh, we think that, you know, this devil shit or this pentagram shit looks cool, which I get. But why Lil Uzi say, I'm going to hell and y'all coming with me? I mean, I think he's being this metaphorical. Yeah, he's just trying to talk and some shit. He's saying said, some shit that sounds cool, right? This is why God said, for every idle word, and this sounds like something a God would do. For every idle word man say out their mouth, they're going to have to give an account for that. Mm. This is, see, it's it, when you don't see God, it's easy to do things as though he doesn't exist because you don't see him. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, shit, he ain't here right now. I'm finna do what I do. Mm-hmm. But then, <laughs> what about, what's the risk versus reward with this? I mean, from my perspective, there's there's probably like very little risk because I don't believe in God. But from your perspective, I could see. I mean, but all right, look, I'm saying so if God is real, what's, what are you risking and what's your reward? The reward for what? For wearing a, cool, a Slayer T-shirt with a bunch nah, of devil heads that. on forget it? Forget all that. I'm talking about forget the clothes. What you wear don't define you. Right. What you do with your life, that defines who you are. Mm-hmm. And so the thing with Uzi, I can't believe is that JT is down for his whole little Satan thing. She seems like she would probably be against that. I mean, she women are like what I was trying to tell you. She's along for the ride. Women are the Satan used the first woman to get to the man because he couldn't get to Adam. But did you see her throwing her phone at him because he was taking a picture with Ice Spice? I I don't be watching all that. (laughs) All all the internet stuff. They got in a fight at the BET Awards. I bet they did, and I bet somehow, some way. Well, I ain't gonna say not not everything be fake, so mm. it probably was a real moment. But you know, people be doing things for ratings. Ain't possible. really no telling. Yeah, it's At possible, but day. it seemed very real in that moment. It was a, yeah. it was a moment of like, oh, they're just like us. Like celebrities are, are just like us. They can fight over some bullshit and not be able to control themselves. Even though in that moment, I was thinking like, Jesus Christ, like I I would no, no offense, but I I would. I don't. I would never be able to get into a situation where like that with my girl at an award show in front of all of these people, especially if I'm as famous as them. For me, I'm gonna hold my tongue. I'm, if I'm if I'm pissed off at you, I'm gonna let you know off camera or when there's nobody around. You know, a like how you say the Jesus Christ thing. That right there just shows you the war that we fight, and that's why that name is desensitized because we use it like a curse word. You stub your toes, Jesus Christ. I say, oh, my God, all the time. And yeah. I'm, I'm really trying to take that out of my vocabulary because but we people— learned, This is learned behavior. People always be like, I thought you didn't believe in God. Yeah. God said every man has a—he gave every man a measure mm-hmm. of faith. But the difference is it's up to you whether or not you work out that measurement of faith and take it the whole way. Mm-hmm. Or you could get stuck. You know, God gave me—he put this on my spirit to tell people, you know how you go and you finna get a good meal, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you get the— um. Uh, uh, what comes out before the meal? You get like the little appetizer. The appetizer comes before the meal. But if you get full off the appetizer, you can't eat the meal, right? I know. I hate when they bring the bread out and you eat too much and you don't want to eat your meal. And then now what you really want it, you ain't going to be able to eat it because you got something else in the the place. right? That's like what heaven going to be like. Really? You eat off this shit and get full off of it. The greater things that's coming after this. Oh, you done had your meal already. Mm. You had your good time. Right. You full. And the thing is, bro, 
I been there. I know if I tell you I been there, it really don't mean nothing for you because you need your own testimony. Mm -hmm. You need your own revelation. I'm waiting. The only, if, <laughs> if you really waiting to literally learn who God is, I can help you. But the difference is you got to be willing. Well, let me, let me just hit you with this. So you read the Bible. There's all these examples of God coming out and showing out and showing himself to all these people and stuff. If I had an experience like that, I don't think I would be able to sit here and say I was an atheist if God yeah. truly revealed himself. However, I mean, I've been alive for 39 years, and I've, I've, there's a lot of recorded history before that. We all have iPhones in our pocket. It doesn't seem like God is really trying to make it abundantly clear because he could probably pop up in the sky one time, yeah. give a little 10-minute speech, yeah. and then, but then everybody on away. earth would not be able to deny it. Adam, but then that takes away from the trial. This yeah. is supposed to be from this is supposed to see what do you love more? Do you love what Satan could provide to you? Or do you or will you allow to come after my see, look, you try a lot of different things with your life, right? Mm -hmm. Drugs, women. But Jesus said that and, and, and so give it a, he said, come try me. Forget what they're telling you. Don't listen to the world. You come try me. And you come see if I am good. Fuck what they saying. You don't know who working with them, and you don't know if they might say that they don't believe in, in Satan, but Satan is a, a father of lies. Mm. And so if he the father of lies, then the people who follow him, they're going to be the father. They're going to lie, too, because their father is a liar. I don't believe in Satan either. I just, image-wise, I think real, it's cool. If Satan wasn't real, you wouldn't see all these 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 crazy killings going on. If, 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 if Bro, Satan was is real. You know how he real? Why you think everybody did not? It's so easy to just pick this book up, but it's not. You know what I respect about you is that you actually take the the Christianity thing serious. Whereas I, I know so many people in my life who claim to be Christians, but from my perspective, have almost no interest in religion or uh, or, or you know fostering a, a relationship with God. They just sort of bust it out from time to time, like yeah, I believe in God. And I don't really buy it a large percentage of the time. It just feels like it's almost like a, it's like an image thing. That's like what they, religion they is. They think that they are the type of person who believes in God, so therefore they say that they believe in God. But meanwhile, they don't seem curious about the nature of the universe at all. I actually went viral in Christian YouTube world because at one point I was having a conversation with, again, I mentioned before this dude, Sneeko, and I told him, because he claimed to be religious, uh, I said, if... God is real. I would, if I thought that God was real, I would spend all of my time trying to get to the bottom mm. of mm. the nature of religion. And whereas, like he says, he believes in God, and, and he has changed his shit up because he, he seems like he's been meeting with some religious leaders and stuff like that. But I, I was asking him particular questions about religion and stuff, and it just didn't really seem like he had all that much interest in delving into the details of it. Whereas with somebody like you, at least you seem like you're really pursuing the truth. I could prove truth. anything. Right now, I could prove in this book, Jesus is God. Um, I heard what you said. I saw what you said. You said that y'all were the original Jews. Absolutely not true. I don't think I said that. You, you, nah. You, the original Jews? Or at least Jews? you said that we wasn't Jews. That the, or the that chosen black Jews. Black people weren't Jews? Yeah, that we wasn't Jews. Yeah, that sounds like something I might have said. Yeah, and, and, and I could prove it all. And the thing is, whether or not if you a Jew or a Gentile, if you don't keep the command because I'm black or a Jew by blood, that ain't getting me into heaven. We became slaves because we disobeyed God. The difference between a Jew and a Gentile was that a Jew 
would keep a relationship with God, and the Gentile would do things out of their own. Like, they don't want God. But wait, like, black people became slaves because they disobeyed God? I think black people became slaves because, you know, wealthy white people from no, other I, continents I came on over and decided that they were going to help themselves to a bunch of, you know, yeah. less intelligent or less developed people that, that were, you know, easily fooled into thinking that they were being taken over to have opportunities or whatever. I mean, it's kind of like the way that the world has always worked is that the more advanced society basically just takes advantage of people who are less developed. But you know who was taking over and doing all those things before they did that? We was. To other people to other on the people. same continent, you're saying? To whoever. Like, if you read, but the difference was, it wasn't them that did these things. They had the power of God with them. It wasn't these people. God say that, man, like, if you go and read David and Goliath, David killed the giant. And it wasn't David. It was God. And God do certain things for man to know. Who are you? What is your life? God said, your life is like a mist. And you know what a mist is? You see it, but as easy as you see it, it's gone. It's gone. And, and then this is how you even more so know. God said a thousand years to man is a day to him. And so when you think about that, a thousand years to us, one day to God, God said the world was going, he created the days, the world is six, and he rested on the seventh. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't even know what time we in. Y'all know why people keep talking about religion and everybody talking about it's the end times and the end times and the end times. I know y'all all heard it. We all heard it. God is allowing for people to reject his word because he ain't a just God if he don't give you an opportunity to hear the word. And reject it. That would be evil. So what I'm doing right now is, one, your own spirit, the soul that you got, that's what's going to tell on you. <laughs> your own soul. Mm -hmm. Because God said there's three witnesses on earth, blood, water, and spirit. And they all work together as one. And so when you go to God with your soul, when you go to God, everything you did, this is the God who created the world, bro. Like, he said... What man knows the mind of the creator that he may instruct him? So you see a lot of people out here talking about what's going on in the world and what's going to happen. But, but God said, who may know my mind that they could tell me what to do, how to do it, when I do it? When, when y'all just little pieces of puzzles, y'all just little stories in my book. This my book. Mm -hmm. I take you out when I wanted you to come out. Can I ask you a question that uh, is a little bit off topic from the whole religion yeah. thing? Did Vaughn really tell you that Melly told him that he killed his two friends? He ain't come out and say, like, we got into an argument. And so, you know, if, if, if you know, when people could say something without saying it. And so he told me, like, once I posted what I posted, he Vaughn was mad at me. He broke. Why you put that shit up there, bro? Walk the bam. I'm like, nigga, you, you sitting up here like you know the love we got. You do this for us, but you gonna trust the nigga that'll kill his two friends? And he said, man, nigga, them niggas was trying to extort him. And so I'm like, if they was trying to extort him, then, then why are you still around them? Why are you calling niggas to be around you and all this if they trying to extort you? So yeah, Vaughn told me that. And, and Melly need to, he need to be locked up. You think so? Hell yeah. So it's a it's I think it's I think it's weird that when a person is somebody in the world and the entertainer mm. and they do something, then people don't people freedom, freedom, freedom. But if I, Jamal, a poor man, do something, kill my two friends, 
Hang them, hang them, hang them. I'd be saying free you. Because you know me now. Well, in a little way. But I said, if you didn't know me, it was a regular dude. Like when I say free Melly, it's like, A, we have a friendship, so I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a great artist. He's incredibly talented, so I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Do I see the facts coming out about the case, and does it make me question if he actually is guilty or not? Yeah, it does. But also, like, even if he did it, you still got to root for him being able to beat those bodies, right? You still got to, like, hope that he could just be free, right? Adam. If he's going to be judged, I agree with you. He should be judged after he dies. I don't want to see the court judging him. Now they are, and they will, okay, and, if, so, and if they make a good case, right. then this is... Like, the, the legal system's like a game that he's just, like, ended up in here, right? It is a game. Because you know tons of people who killed people that didn't get arrested yeah. for it, right? Because they want us to kill each other. Right. And that's why you got things, like, in the black neighborhoods, don't snitch. But in white neighborhoods, y'all got a neighborhood watch. Mm. But in black neighborhoods, you got... Sh- you a bitch. You a snitch if you run a telecom. They want us to kill each other. But that mentality is because, live. okay, if there's a crime committed in a, a rich, affluent white neighborhood, it's almost certainly not going to be committed by the people who actually live there. Like, they're not killing each other. If, if something happens in O-Block, if somebody gets killed, realistically, probably either got killed by somebody else who lives there or somebody who lives like a half a mile down the street, right? What that got to do with allowing for somebody to, like, what that got to do with, you know, a notoriety and author- uh, the authorities to save lives. Because if y'all start this no snitch rule, then it's going to be easier for people to kill somebody in broad daylight because they like, shit, ain't nobody going to tell nobody. Don't nobody want to be called a snitch. So it's kind of like people are scared mm. to be called a snitch. But I save a life. Forget a life because you're going to die. I'm going to die. It's the soul that matters. You, the, the, do you know, like, the, the life ain't in the body. The life is in the spirit that's in the body. That's why your body is alive. Adam, when you die, your soul's coming out of there. And that body going to what? To dirt. Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. You are walking in the valley of the shadow of death. You mm. know what that is? As soon as you see your shadow, you're looking at a representation of something that's soon to die. Mm. Your shadow is walking through the valley of the shadow of death. You're going to die. Hopefully not at the hands of an op. It doesn't matter what it looks like. <laughs> Sorry. It don't matter what it looks like, bro. And I get it. You know, the the, the the flesh is prideful and we as people, we think it's, it's you know, it's all funny until it ain't funny no more. Mm. Like for niggas who, like they be so tough. Like Vaughn, like look at my homie. Mm-hmm. It was all good until it ain't. Yeah, that is the crazy thing about Vaughn is that he, uh, you know, allegedly lived his life like, doing all these murders and everything, and then he got taken out over what was essentially a bullshit-ass little internet beef that probably didn't need to escalate to that situation. But, I mean, when you look at Vaughn's death, would you say that he basically was the victim of pride? Because he walked up he on somebody and— He was the victim of st- what God said. You live by the—you live—well, when he said it, he told people— if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And so swords now is guns. So right. if you live by the gun, oh, you're going to die by the gun if you don't repent. Because God give you great. We, we going to fall short. We going to mess up. Mm. And we, I'm not, no man will live and be perfect. He said that there will be no righteous man under the sun that won't sin. So, but if you die, I mean, if you out there doing that, man, God gave him how many chances? Vaughn beat like two bodies in the courtroom. Right. Those are chances. That ain't, those are, he had a light, but he shined his light for darkness. And I think that 
Vaughn was caught up in this moment of pride where he yeah, was he was feeling pride. himself. He's one of the hottest rappers in the country, and so he just takes it upon himself that he knows that he's yeah. in the same location as somebody he has a problem with. So he walked up on him and started punching him, and realistically, like just didn't even take into consideration the reality of the fact that you were punching on somebody who's probably got homies standing right there with guns. Yeah. And, and and so that happened so that it anger leads to death. That's what the Bible says. Oh, refrain from anger. Refrain from bitterness mm. because those things lead to death. Anger leads to death. Like, I mean, I get it, bro, especially when there's a lot of other religions and all that stuff. And so it's hard to be like, man, why is their religion better than theirs? And why is this? And why is that? And it's like if if you would not listen to what nobody saying and and go and see why everybody always talking about hell if you don't follow the ways of Christ and if you don't go get reborn and have that spirit mm. for your sanctification. I'm telling you, bro, I was there. I used to try to kill people. I used to love waking up in the next day trying to rob, steal, plot, and just knocking out poor people. And it was because of the environment that I was in, and I had no hope. And when you ain't got no hope, then you're going to go try to take some hope from somebody who got it. Let me ask you this. We had FYB J-Main on the podcast the other day, and he said that in Chicago, everybody knows who killed Tuca. And it's a lie. If, if you know, you know type vibe. Lie. You think that's a lie? I know it's a lie. Do they don't know who killed Tuka? They don't know who killed him. You know? Who? <laughs> hey, shit. I doubt the cops are going to be knocking on your door, being like, hey, you, you told Adam that you know, so now you got to tell It don't matter us. whether or not, because shit, I don't, I'm not opening up my mouth to no cops. They got cameras. Right. Just like they caught OD death with the 63rd camera. Tuka died on 63rd. Mm -hmm. They got cameras. They don't need me, and they don't They don't want to meet. No way, but at the end of the day, yeah, I know who killed bro. And they don't know because they said that he dead, which means they don't know. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, they just, like, you got to understand, and I ain't trying to dish out uh, J-Main J and any of these other dudes that, you know, that's um. That's doing this YouTube stuff. And honestly, I'm not trying to diss them, but in our actuality, they ain't doing this for no other reasons other than clout, mm. money, and entertainment. Like, this is our entertainment? Like, these is people that we lost. This is bloodshed, tears shed. But it's not necessarily for entertainment. He might really feel like nah, he's just telling the world his life story, right? That he, he, if he knows, then... Niggas say anything, bro, mm. for clout. You both went the YouTube route, but you don't respect the way that he's handling I, it. I went the YouTube route only to save souls. I wouldn't be out here. I don't want clout. Because you're you're like part YouTuber, part preacher, and he's like part YouTuber, part comedian. Yeah, and but my whole YouTubing is preaching. Mm. I just had to get the attention of them with those Vaughn stories, with those drill stories, because again, and this is the condemnation that men love darkness rather than light. And so before I can even give them this light, I got to have a title that's dark. And then I got to start talking and putting seeds in there, mm. trying to get them to see like, man, why y'all think they paying a little dirt? All this money to feed y'all these curses and to put curses on. Like people don't even understand. You cursing yourself with these words. Why you think the word says curse word? Because <laughs> it's a curse. You, <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. No, I like the way you put that though. But good. I mean, but I, I mean, like, but the thing is, 
I, I understand when people probably like, because without the spirit, you won't understand spiritual things because the spirit is the only thing that compares spiritual with spiritual. But you, do you think the energy that Jay Main is putting out there is, is bad for the It's community? all bad. It's if all you bad. If you being a comedian, that's terrible. Mm. King Solomon said laughing is evil. What are you even laughing at? Really? You think laughing is evil? Brother, listen to what you laughing at and then think about it. Sometimes it does feel a little savage, yeah. Like, listen to what can be. They talking about people with disabilities. They laughing and mocking God. So sometimes people laugh and mock themselves. Talk about themselves. Talk about their own deformity. What is that is funny? Because it ain't funny when somebody talking about you for having a deformity, but we think that, oh, if he's talking about himself, it's funny. Who's, the, he's doing who, it who's the one with the deformity, though? Nobody. I'm just saying, you know how comedians, they uh, okay. mock a certain person because they, you know what I mean, bro. <laughs> right, yeah. it, ain't that I, it ain't a certain, like, nobody out here that well, I'm, I'm talking about, but I'm just saying. Okay. And, and, and But I'm just saying, the Bible says the word of God because this is the, the, the word of the living God. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the word of the living. It even says in Jude, it says that longer, certain men have crept in unnoticed who long ago were marked out for this condemnation. Mm-hmm. Don't you know how those three people or however many people it was that just died in that little uh, submarine mm. and then the Simpsons had it 20 years ago, the same situation. Certain people long ago have crept, who have crept in unnoticed long ago was marked out for this condemnation. Mm. This ain't no joke. Oh, so that's a coincidence, Adam? Hold on, wait. When Kobe Bryant died and then you go look at the Simpsons and it's the same thing, that's a coincidence? Yeah. I mean, there's like thousands of Simpsons episodes. <laughs> like, they had to hit the nail on the head at some point. No, no. But I, I mean, w- do you really think that God would have chose to to prophesize through the Simpsons? I don't know. It seems kind no, of No, no, no. That's Satan. Oh. Satan. Because Satan got a prophecy. So Satan can impact the world as well? He does. At this time? Adam. Adam. Damn. Adam. He's a spirit, brother. So God and Satan are both able to I- manipulate the earth? Oh, God ain't manipulate nothing. He got angels that that do what he do. But God is a look, you know, have you ever heard that Satan tempted a third of the angels? He deceived a third of the angels. You ain't never heard that? Not really. Yeah, he he deceived angels out of heaven. And so now God is using him and allowing him. Deceive men. Mm. Deceive men if they are willing. I'm not willing. Let me ask you this. Did you have a personal relationship with FBG Duck at one point? No, but I knew his brother. Okay. So I you knew ne- his brother. You were never around Duck like that. Though. I mean, we we um played on opposite baseball teams, so we used to play them in baseball. Oh, really? We used to play them in baseball, yeah. And so when this uh, indictment came down and they basically are alleging that that Vaughn put money up and that like uh, all these guys from uh from Oblog basically like rushed to go go shoot Duck in front of the Louis Vuitton store, how did you feel when that news came out? What did you think about it? Man, um one I thought it was overly sad. Shit, you know, and, and, and again, this like because the word is on my heart. I just think back to what the word of God says, man. How you know when we disobeyed, and how when we go into a land that is not our own, speaking a, a language that is not our own, when we will be called a byword. What's that byword, nigga? When they will, we said that the nations conspired against so that the name of Israel, the true name of Israel, will be no more. That's why we. African Americans, mm. and but other people got countries that they could talk about, and this is God's work, just like this world. Everything that's in here, yeah, man, probably ushered it in, but 
you know, not ushered it in. They probably used the things that God had here to create what they created. Mm-hmm. And but who gave them the understanding? Because if you have a baby, right, mm. and you leave that baby alone and you don't nurture that baby or you don't teach that baby, what the baby going to do? He's going to die, right? The baby will be dead. But you couldn't – when you see those guys getting picked up for the murder yeah, of death. I, I, that's what they – hopefully it's it's better that they get locked up so mm. maybe they can find God. Because God said a dead, a, a, a dead lion, which is – we know lions are the kings of the jungle. He said uh, an alive dog is – Better than a dead lion. You know why? Because that alive dog got hope. Do you assume that they're guilty? Do I assume they're guilty? We know they're guilty. <laughs> it's like, interesting that you are you are so comfortable being honest about that. Where I feel because like almost I walk everybody. In truth. Who gon- if my I serve the living God. Mm. If God allowed for a man to take my life, then watch he get so much glory out of it. Mm. But if it ain't my time and God, you. Who going to do something to me? Right. You think Vaughn put the money up for it? Do I believe that? Now, that right there, I don't know. I don't know if he put the money up for that because Duck was somebody that they been wanting to to, to murder. He he been on a hit list. Like, Vaughn was probably been on a hit list. You know, if you start oh, rapping, course, yeah. you go to the top. Especially if you start rapping and everybody else liking you, you go straight to the top of the hit list, man. But it's sad to see them behind bars. Mm. It's sad to see those things. But God, he said, bro, see, people think it's a joke, bro. A lot of people, man, they on a, God is on a, he about on a last limb with a lot of people. Denying that man ain't too smart. Because when you die, you're going to have to face him. When you die, you can't stop death. A man could come here and take your life at any point. At any point. But God said, don't fear he who could kill flesh, but not spirit. Fear me because I can kill flesh and spirit. And really, he won't kill your spirit because the spirit can't die because that's something God gave us. So it will never perish, but he can put you in hell for eternity. Mm -hmm. And all men who deny that Jesus is Lord, you're going there. And all men who are unrepentant, because you can say Jesus is Lord, but if you don't serve Jesus with your life. And I'm not saying this because I don't look, bro, I don't have a hell to put you in. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want to put you in hell. You don't think as me, a loving person, that I wish that people could just have the best fun that they want to do and then still go to heaven. I wish it was possible. But unfortunately, I'm not the author in this story. Mm. I'm just the creation. So I'm not gonna play creator when I die. When I was born into this world, I don't know how I got here, Adam. He ain't asked me no questions. So how my life my own when I never was asked to come here, but I, I, how am I here? And when I see little things like, the, the, bro, it's certain things like, okay, we don't believe in God because we ain't seen them. But you know, oxygen is real. You never seen it. You in love with your wife. You know, love is a word. You never seen the word. You never seen love, but you felt it. Mm. You never seen anger show up before it hopped inside you, but you felt it. Right. It's spiritual. Like God is a spirit. He is a spirit. And his spirit created the sun in his hand. And so people say, why God won't, like they don't believe in Jesus because they said, that's another man. But it was a part in the Bible, they call him good sir. He said, don't call, why do you call me good? No man is good, only but the father. 
that is in heaven. Mm. And it was the body that we, he was in because God said the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit lust against the flesh. The spirit is God and the flesh is lusting against God. And so Satan comes and tempts you with the desires of your own flesh. He tempts you. Like if you could just be playing a game, next thing you know, you're thinking about masturbating. What man, you thinking about having sex with your girl? I'll just do it. But you, you have to get off the thought no, first. Jerking right? off is no good? Huh? Jerking off is bad? No. It's, 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 when the semen hit the flow, are you creating life? No. But my uncle, who's like 80 and he still be knocking chicks up, he one time told me, and I was very young and I didn't understand what he was talking about, but I get it now. He said, Adam, I could come on a rock and something would grow. Hmm. <laughs> and he's 80 and he's still impregnating <laughs> chicks. So I actually think he was keeping it real. Yeah, that's 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 stupid. But yeah, he's a wild guy. But um, okay, a couple more questions. How do you feel about the whole saga that is unfolding, where Tay Savage allegedly killed Blazing Doll's mother? She denies it, but he's obviously like trolling, and you know he faced trial for it, so he doesn't really have to worry about being charged with it or anything. But he's kind of trolling and and making it seem like he like he did. Um, and kind of poking fun at her and shit. I had her on the show yesterday, and she mm -hmm. was making it clear that she didn't appreciate it. How do you feel about that? Do you think that he killed her? And how do you feel about that sort of, like, you know, evil trolling that he's been doing? I mean, if a nigga doing all that, you know he did something. How do I feel about it? I just know who working in him. It's a spirit that's... Uh, Satan is... He's one... He, he want that work to be glorified. You know why he want that work to be glorified? Because he's killing off what God loves most. And we don't understand love for God because we so busy on thinking about our own. God loves, do you know why Satan hates you and me so much and everybody else? It's because you get the chance at forgiveness. They messed up one time and they can never re-enter the kingdom of heaven. So now his whole goal is to make you think that God is fake, to make you think that God ain't real. And he laughing at y'all. You think Tay Savage is closer to Satan than God at this point in his life? Hell yeah. Hopefully he repent and 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 actually see that God stuck his hand out because most men who who kill people they actually go to jail but you know on that script on that man um that stuff man it's the spiritual things that get a man to 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 mock death to think that it's funny and God said man don't laugh when your enemies die because you gotta die one day mm. you gonna die too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is like a level of cruelty that you, it's kind of like unfamiliar to probably almost everybody who witnesses it. Like if I were to describe the Tay Savage and, and Blazendahl situation to like, you know, some kid I went to high school with that doesn't know anything about rap or whatever, I feel like they almost would have a hard time believing this was real because it seems I mean, so demonic. When the dudes killed Emma Till and they beat it, they left out there and they literally said like, Shit, what they could do if after you've already been uh, acquitted. They can't do much. Mm. You can't trial a man twice for the same trial thing. And so it happened before. <laughs> and so it's just happening now. The only difference is it's not a white man doing it. It's a black man doing it mm. to a, a, a female. And so, yeah, that's what Satan does, bro. It's the pride of the flesh, bro. The flesh just wants to. It's the flesh. Mm. It's the flesh. It's the flesh. Hey, Adam, you look funny. Don't put it like that. <laughs> hey, uh, it's been an amazing interview. You got any last words? Anything you want to leave with the people out there? Man, 
at one point, y'all gonna have to meet the maker, bro. Mm. I don't never like I'm I, I'm not gonna offend nobody, and I don't want I don't want people to feel like what you believe in ain't worth anything because you know it's worth something to you, mm-hmm. but it ain't worth nothing to God. I feel it, <laughs> Jay Hood. I appreciate you coming through, man. Man, love, bro. Much love. Thank love. you, brother. No jumper. O block J Hood. We out. Smash the like button. We're in need of likes. Appreciate y'all. And, uh, you know, tap in with him if you want to get enlightened and uh, find out about the Lord. Right? Is that good? <laughs> good endorsement? Find out about the Lord. Let's go. <laughs>